podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Professor podcast. My name is Scott and this is my Game Week 1 Sun Dream Team team reveal. I'm going to start the season with a 3-4-3 formation and I'm going to go for Sam Johnston in goal at 1.5 million. Now he's quite a low owned player um, but this budget pick allows me to get the players that I want on the pitch. Um, early on I think this is probably the best addition to maybe build a bit of budget with as well. And his fixtures are okay, they're a mixed bag. So he's got Sheffield United first in game week one, which looks like a good fixture on paper. Fixture two, game week two against Arsenal. Um, yes, that's going to be a very difficult one. And actually, I'm probably going to target that one with Arsenal players. But if he can pick up some save points, which is a new feature on Sun Dream Team, could be a very good pick. And in game week three, he's got Brentford away and then Plymouth away in the Carabao Cup. I'm not sure if he would start that Carabao Cup fixture. If he does, it will be a bonus. Um, but a bit of a mixed bag there. The Arsenal game's a tough one, but the other fixtures do look fairly good. Um, and if you look here, we can look at some of his other uh, fixtures as well. So after that Plymouth game, he's got Wolves at home. Then he has Villa away. Crystal Palace versus Fulham. And then it gets a little bit tougher. So they've got Man United away. Forest at home. Then Newcastle away. So it's not terrible. Um, and for a budget keeper... You're mostly going to be looking at trying to pick up the odd clean sheet and then picking up some save points along the way. So I'm not too displeased with that pick. And then going to go to Brighton and go for Purvis Estrepignani defence. 3.5 million. I think it's a really good price for him. He's got those attacking returns in him. And the first three fixtures for, Brent, uh, for Brighton do look pretty good. Um, so 3.5 million. He faces Luton at home in the first game, which looks a really, really good game on paper. If we just quickly look at his fixtures. So Luton, Wolves away, and then West Ham at home. But then after that, it does get a little bit tougher. So they've got a home game against Newcastle, the away game against Manchester United, but then they face Bournemouth at home. So it's a bit of a mixed bag here. Um, but in the games, first three games, I expect him to probably pick up a couple of clean sheets potentially. But in the games that get a little bit tougher, he has got that added bonus of he can get those attacking returns as well. So I'm going to go for Purvis as my first defender here. I'm going to go to Arsenal for William Saliba at 3.5 million. Um, kind fixtures for Arsenal to start off with. He's only 3.5 million. He's not the best of the Arsenal defenders, in my opinion. Uh, ben White scored higher than him last season. Got Gabriel as well, who's better for attacking returns. But they all come at quite a bit, um, bit of a higher price. You've got Ben White's 4.5, and Gabriel was 4.5 as well. And early on in the season, I just want to try and maximise the value and pick out players that I think could increase in price. So I'm going to go with him at 3.5 million. Probably isn't going to get me attacking returns. He did get three goals last season, but Arsenal's fixtures do look good, and I think there's a good potential to get clean sheets here. So he's got Nottingham Forest at home, Crystal Palace away, and then Fulham at home. Three really, really good fixtures there. And then after that, we've got Man United. Oh, sorry, we've got Fulham at home, we've got Man United at home, Everton away, Tottenham at home, Bournemouth away, then Man City in game week eight at the Emirates. So it does get a little bit tougher, but initially I think I can see quite a few clean sheets there for Arsenal. Then as my third defensive slot, I had a bit of trouble picking this one. So if you follow the Dream Team Tonic podcast, I'm partnered with that podcast there. We did a live uh, episode to our patrons where we revealed our sort of first drafts. And this position has changed since I um, done that episode with them. Um, and that episode is out now to everyone as well on YouTube. So find a link to that in the description below. But in that video, I went for Colwell 
from Chelsea at 2.5 million. I think he is a really, really good budget pick, and I do see myself having him in the very near future. But in the back of my mind, there's a slight doubt that he could potentially not start. And also, the fixture is at home to Liverpool, who I do expect to score in that game. So I've sort of backtracked from that initial pick of Colwell. And I'm going to go for uh, Martinez of Manchester United at 4 million. Now, he's not someone that I would usually pick. Doesn't get attacking returns. Um, he's not great for bonus. If you watched the, uh, my video, Top 10 uh, Defenders to Target, he'd sneak him in there just at the bottom, just because he like 90-odd tackles. and get points for every two successful tackles now. Um, but that is just about all he had going for him, to be honest. But the only other thing is that he has really good fixtures to start off. So Wolves at home, um, I think Manchester United kept a clean sheet early last year um, against Wolves last time round. And Wolves are struggling for goals at the minute, I think. So I think that could be a good one just to target just for clean sheets. Faces Tottenham away, and then Nottingham Forest at home. The two good home fixtures, but the Tottenham one is quite a tough one. Uh, yeah, I think 4 million is probably a little bit overpriced as well. But I'll come on to why I've gone for him and who I might change him to in a minute. So I'm going to go for that back three of Estupinion, Saliba and Martinez to start with. Then sticking with the Man United theme, I'm going to come on to Bruno Fernandes. I'm expecting him to be very, very popular in this game. So 6.5 million. Again, same fixtures as Martinez. The fixtures look really, really good. And he was just a really, really good pick all of last season but now the rules have changed and you've got the bonus points you've got points for shots on target you've got points for tackles chances created scores really highly across the board in all of these and he takes penalties for man united um so it was a kind of a decision between him and rashford for me and i've opted to go for the guy with the penalties bruno fernandez at 6.5 million i think he's going to be a really really good pick another thing i like about bruno got no rotation risk pretty much going to play the 90 minutes every game um, you just don't have to worry. You can pick him, you can sleep at night. Not going to be worrying about any sort of pet roulette or any of that nonsense. Bruno Fernandes is a pretty safe one for me. Then I'm going to go for another expensive midfielder in Bukayo Saka from Arsenal. Um, like Saliba, he's just got really, really good fixtures to start off with. Uh, Nottingham Forest, Crystal Palace and Fulham. And it goes on, it gets better after that. So we've got Man United at home, Everton away, Tottenham at home. Bournemouth away and then it gets a bit tougher with um, Manchester City but I think Saka's going to have a really great season again he's on penalties which I know he missed one in the um, well he missed one against West Ham last season he missed one in pre-season but he did score in that Community Shield final the massive Community Shield final um, and I think he'll still be the penalty taker there so I think he is by far the best pick at Arsenal and I'm going to put him straight in my team now, these other two midfield positions was another place that I struggled. So initially, I really did want to have Phil Foden in my team. I'd sort of planned to have Phil Foden, and you'll see this in the Dream Team Sonic episode, but I planned to have Phil Foden initially. I thought that there'd be a really good chance for him to either play on the right wing or in that centre attack midfield slot. I wanted to see what happened in the Community Shield, and he was benched again after Pep Guardiola said, play so many positions, he's such a good player, all of that stuff, but he still benched him at the end of the day um so in my head i was going to go for foden and i was also looking at martinelli from arsenal um then my plan changed slightly so foden did start the uh, community shield final well, i thought the best thing to do would maybe go for Grealish instead he's a bit more nailed 
probably not as explosive as Foden, but he does perform really, really well on this new bonus point squad. However, I watched the Community Shield final, and I know it is glorified friendly, um, as well as a major trophy. Um, Grealish didn't play very well in that game. Another thing that added a spanner into the works was that Phil Foden, when he came on as a sub, didn't come on for Bernardo on right wing. Didn't come on for Alvarez, who sort of played in that usual um, Kevin De Bruyne role. Foden came on for Grealish, and I do not want Grealish and Foden competing for minutes. Um, there's a new rule where you sort of get point for playing up to 60 minutes and you get point for over 60 minutes. I really want a nailed player. Really don't want to be waiting for Pep Roulette every week for a player that's going to cost me 4.5 million. That was my initial two midfielders. Now, I made a slight change to this, um, and you'll see why. I'll leave them on the screen for the moment, but I had to tweak things around a little bit to uh, compensate for the budget. So I'll go straight on to Haaland up front because there's no real surprises here. Erling Haaland, you've got to have him in your team. You're going to captain him most of the time, or you're going to get punished. So I'm not going to spend too much time talking about Haaland. He's straight in the team, and he's going to be getting the armband most of the time. The other two strikers that I wanted to go for, um, this was between Salah, Kane and Rashford for the second premium. I'm going for just the two premiums up front. And I just fancy Salah um, to come out the best in these initial run of fixtures. Now, I know Kane is doing really, really well in pre-season, making us all think, should we go with him? He just scored four in a pre-season game. Um, he's got a little bit up in the air about his future. I think he will stay at Spurs, but I think I'm just going to go for Mohamed Salah. I know the Chelsea fixture potentially isn't the best, but I really do want him in game week two for Bournemouth. Fairly good after that as well. Um, a really, really good pick. Much flip a coin between him and Kane, in my opinion. But I'm going to go for Salah just because I want him for that Bournemouth game mostly. Even though they did score nine last time round, he didn't get any attacking returns. But I'm willing to uh, roll the dice on this one again. So I'm going to go for Salah up front. Again, penalty taker. And I think we're going to see loads of goals from Liverpool this season. Now, I'm just going to change Martinez back to Colwell to show you how I was going to line up when I initially did that first draft with the guys at the Dream Team Sonic. So I had Colwell in defence in the spot where Martinez is. And then up front, in my third striker spot, this one's a bit of a gamble. I'm going to be going for Jao Pedro from Brighton. And now I'm going to having a few different Brighton assets in. At one point, I wanted Nciso in my midfield, 2 million as well. Um, but I just think Pedro up front now... For Brighton, he does look like he's probably going to start. I've got a lot of options like Welbeck, Ferguson. But Pedro was sort of playing at either striker or at 10 for Brighton in pre-season. He took uh, two penalties, I believe, in pre-season as well. He took one in the last game. He started the last game and scored them both as well. I just think for that Luton game, they can afford to go quite attacking. I think Pedro will get the start. He's one of their record signings. Um, and that Luton fixture looks really good. And the fixtures do look good after that as well. So Wolves away and West Ham at home. So this is how my team lined up when I did the episode with the Dream Team Tonic lads. Johnston in goal. Estrepinion, Saliba, Colwell in defence. Bruno Fernandes, Saka, Grealish and Martinelli in midfield. Haaland, Salah and João Pedro up front. Now, this is when the tinkering started. So like most fantasy football managers... I'm not immune to uh, playing around with the, the teams quite a lot. Um, I'm quite indecisive as well. So I looked at this team and weaknesses I saw was Colwell at the back playing against uh, Liverpool in that first game. 
maybe a slight rotation risk. I'm not 100% he starts. And it's Liverpool as well. That was the two downsides. So I looked at taking him out potentially. Then I really like the look of Grealish and Foden combo. I'm going to be waiting until the last minute to make a decision based on the lineups. And I kind of didn't like the fit there. Um, so I wanted to potentially change him. And to make this all work, I had to take Martinelli out as well. So I went for Martinez at the back from Man United. Like I said, this is probably going to be for just the one game against Wolves. Hope for the clean sheet. Then put Colwell in if he does get the start and Chelsea's fixtures get good. In this midfield slot here, though, um, I couldn't afford to do this. So I wanted to um, go for Matoma from Brighton at 3.5 million. So I've put him in there. And the idea behind this is if I really do miss on the Jao Pedro um, punt, I've got another Brighton asset or attacker to target that Luton game. So if I do get it miles out and Pedro doesn't start or he plays 20 minutes, I've still got an attacking player from Brighton to target that Luton game. So I went with Matoma. Then I would have liked to have kept Martinelli. But as you can see by my budget, 4 million, I'm 0.5 short. I could have gone for Varane instead of Martinez potentially. But I find Varane a little bit risky with problems at times as well so I've gone for Martinez, Matoma and this is a bit punty and, and I don't think it's quite as good as Martinelli but I'm going to go for the new signing by Havertz at 3.5 million so this is how I'm going to line up the start of the season Johnston, Estepinion, Saliba, Martinez, Bruno Fernandes, Saka, Matoma, Kai Havertz, Haaland, Salah, Jao Pedro and then the armband on Haaland this leaves me 0.5 million in the bank now, I'm happy with that Matoma pick. I do think the Havertz one is a bit of a gamble. It feels less of a gamble now that he played that um, Manchester City game as the striker. I'm pretty sure, even if he doesn't start a striker, we will play him in that left central mid role. So I'm almost certain that Havertz will start. Couldn't say the same thing about Trossard or Eddie Nketiah. Um, and even Martinelli could be at risk of rotation slightly with Trossard. I do think Martinelli starts. But Trossard has been so good, um, and I do think that Trossard could come on for Martinelli. So I'm fairly ha happy to go with the Havertz pick, and it's not going to be forever. Um, and then the idea behind all of this, that in game week two, when the fixtures get a little bit better and we've got a bit more information, I can then take Martinez out. Oh, will. Chelsea fixtures get nice here, so if I click on Chelsea, they've got West Ham away. Got Luton at home. Looks like they've drawn um, AFC Wimbledon in the Carabao Cup at home. Might not play in that one. Then they've got Nottingham Forest at home. They've got Bournemouth away. They've got Villa at home. They've got Fulham away. Then they've got Burnley away as well. Um, and then they face Arsenal in game week nine. So that's pretty much um, or nine game weeks. Really good fixtures for Chelsea. Um, so I'm happy with that Colwell pick as long as he does start. Probably got potential to rise in price there as well if he's starting centre back at Chelsea for 2.5. Game week two, I'd look to change Martinez to Colwell. And then that leaves me 2 million in the bank. And if this Pedro punt doesn't work out in the first week, if I just get fed up with it after game week one against Luton, worst case scenario, he doesn't start and he comes on for like 10 minutes or something like that. I've got 2 million in the bank then and I can upgrade Pedro to a Liverpool striker. I've got 4 million to choose from, so I'd either go for Jota at 3.5 million or I'd look at Darwin Nunes at 
four million. So I could actually go into Liverpool's game against Bournemouth with a double Liverpool attack. Salah and Jota or Salah and Nuno. I know it's not ideal planning your two transfers straight away. It only takes one injury to sort of mess it all up. But I think it's probably a good way to look at it, in my opinion. Um, so, and if I did do that as well, looking a little bit further ahead, and that's when it gets a little bit more cloudy, if I did go for um, a Nunes or a Jota, for example, following game week, I might look to move Salah onto Harry Kane. In game week three, also plays Bournemouth. Um, so I could have Kane for that Bournemouth game. They also have Fulham in the Carabao Cup. I could then, in game week three, move from Salah to Kane. And I've still got one Liverpool asset in Nunes or Jota. So that's pretty much how I'm looking to line up for the start of the season. Take Colwell out there. Got Martinez, Salah up top. And then Gal Pedro from Brighton. One last time. Goalkeeper through to the strikers. Johnston in goal. Estrepinion. William Saliba and Martinez in defence. Bruno Fernandes. Bakayo Saka, Atoma, and Kai Havertz in midfield. Haaland with the captain's armband. Mohamed Salah and then Jao Pedro from Brighton. If you enjoyed this video, please do leave a like and subscribe to the channel. We're one day away from the start of the Dream Team season. And I'll be doing weekly videos throughout the season. So please do subscribe and join us for the new Dream Team season. And I mentioned that Dream Team Tonic video where we all looked at our first drafts. We, uh, we got me. Ben, James and Tony all comparing our drafts, talking about our draft picks. Really, really good watch. That's live on YouTube now, so I'll leave a link in the description below to that. And also the Dream Team Tonic Patreon community. You get early access to the podcasts and we've got a Discord community as well where we're all chatting Dream Team on a daily basis um, with some really, really great managers. So that's a really good thing to look out for as well. That'll be in the description below too. But that is everything for this episode. Good luck with the new Dream Team season and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for watching. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.